Hello everyone, and welcome back to Cinema Gems, and as always, I'm your host, the Admirable Admiral, and as always, we are in a video store somewhere in your hometown, so come find us. Yes, video stores still exist, and wait, you're wondering, wait, we, yes, me, and another person, but before that other person is introduced, as y'all all know, lovely know him, of course, the dogs are here. The Honorable Tesla and the fantastic Miss Frida are here, taking a well-deserved nap after the abundance of rain that keeps going off and on, off and on, in the Central Florida location. But, of course, the illustrious Butt Maestro himself, how's it going, buddy, Hi. is here! Hello, everyone! I'm back! We're, we're doing uh, another Schwarzenegger movie, which, like, just heads up right off the bat, usually means we both do a lot of really bad Schwarzenegger impressions. So, if you're in for that, uh, hi, welcome back to Cinema Gems. We are another show on the internet where a bunch of opinionated nerds talk about the shit they love. What are we doing this week, Admiral? Last action hero. Let's go. Which, Whoa. I did tell you before we started recording that this movie came out, I think, a week or two weeks before the last movie we reviewed, Sleepless in Seattle. Yes. In the same month, in the same year. That's bonkers. Fucking and weird. You're going to hear me say that word a lot in this particular review because everything about this movie is fucking bonkers. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. So, okay. This movie has been talked to death on the internet and we're not going to like find anything new or let, let's, we're letting you know that now we both loved. Well, I know I love this movie. I, I, do you love this movie? Do you love this movie? I, uh, but, I, I hadn't... See, okay, so quick story time. The last time I remember watching this movie was at... Uh, I can say the name of it because I'm pretty sure they're out of business now. Uh, Angel Flight Daycare. Uh, <laughs> uh, because my little brother, when he was daycare age, was at Angel Flight. I was one of the big kids, the older siblings of the little kids in daycare. And so during the summer, this would be our summer camp. And we would watch big kid movies while the little kids were having nap time. And this was one of the movies that the daycare people put on for the big kids, which is just a bunch of 10-year-olds. I was not old enough to realize how fucking crazy this movie is. <laughs> Until I watched it a few days ago. Holy shit. This, this movie, like, anytime you think it's getting, like, too meta for the 90s... It bumps it up another level. It's fucking insane. Yes. So I think the best thing about it is that this movie is a spoof of 80s and 90s action movies. And people got really bored of it and tired of it when it came out. They were like, oh, this movie sucks. Oh, this but in retrospect, it's, it's a satire. It's exactly what this movie is. It's it not is a just a satire of the movies themselves. It's also a satire of how they were made, who typically made them, the kind of star power around, the very unique star power around the people who made them, and the idea that millions of people will go see any schlock that this handful of super buff actors are star in, if it's got enough explosions and gunshots, uh, 
it pokes fun at all of the individual tropes in all of those movies. Every Schwarzenegger, every Stallone, every, like, you go down the list of 70s and 80s action movies, this hits all of the tropes. The infinite ammo, the untouchable protagonist, uh, the, the, uh, a bullet equals instant explosion when it hits a car. Like, it hits everything and it all made me laugh my ass off. I didn't expect to laugh this much in this movie. All right, so you ready? Yeah. Uh, so right off the bat, we see Danny Madigan basically living what I'm going to assume, Admiral, is you and I's dream of just living in a um, movie theater. More like nightmare when he's not in the movie theater. Nightmare when he's not in the movie theater. Sorry. Really? I'm going to put a... Well, yeah, his life outside of the movie theater well, yeah. is a fucking nightmare. Oh, absolutely. His his life outside the movie theater is shit. But he lucked into being friends with this old guy who owns an old theater in a rundown part of New York. Uh, and you know who that is, right? That's Art Carney. That's his, yeah, his last 100%. role. This is his last role before he died. Um, Actually, wait. No. Uh, Art Carney is, is Frank. Robert Prosky uh, is Nick, the, uh, the the movie theater guy. I believe, Admiral. Yes, I'm here. Uh, okay. So so basically, Jack Slater, uh, he's watching Jack Slater three, um, and the lens gets off focus, so he can't see the ending, even though he's seen it a thousand times. And right. the the person who, the person who owns it, Art Carney's character, is like, hey. I have a sp- I have to run through the print of Jack Slater 4. Do you want to do you want to come and see it? It's I'm running at midnight and he's like, "Yeah, cool." So his mom basically uh, is like, you know, berating him about this, but he kind of has a delusion in in uh in school about Arnold Schwarzenegger being Hamlet in Hamlet. Wait, oh my and god. It's amazing. This part's great. <laughs> It did the it did the Tropic Thunder thing before Tropic Thunder was a thing. I, f- I yeah. fucking love it. I want to yeah, see like this, like, this version of Hamlet. Claudius, you killed my father. I don't like that. <laughs> to be or not to be. Um, not to be. And, <laughs> and so then um, he uh, his mom has his mom works night shifts, so she you know so. So he, she heads out and he locks the door and he notices like, man, it's like 11. Like I can make it there. I can make it there. I can make, but it's New York in the early nineties. Okay. So, yeah. you know, so it's like, uh, it's crime ridden. It's like, Oh shit. So he heads out. He, he basically and, uh, gets mugged in his own home. Yeah. And I love that. He gets the guy gaslights him and yep. he's stealing from him. It's like what the fuck, yeah, it's, man? It's, it's it's pretty fucked up. It's like how are you gaslighting somebody that you're trying to steal from? <laughs> how does that work? Uh, but he basically has to the station. I will say just right station. off the bat, this movie does something that not a lot of action movies do, which is it puts a one-to-one parallel with people who enjoy fantasy action, like all of these action movies. And paralleling that with real world trauma, which is not action, it's 
fucking trauma. It's being mugged. It's being held at gunpoint. There's nothing fun about that. No, uh, not and, at all. And Danny clearly shows that with how absolutely terrified and terrorized he is by this. But he still manages to, like, he, he needs his escape. Like, this is when he recognizes, oh no, this this is an escape from reality. Because in this world, the good guys always win. Yep. So, he heads to uh, his, his theater that he goes to all the time. And he heads into sign entrance, bangs on the door, and Art Carney opens the door and he's like, Hey, I thought, I, I thought, you, I thought you went to bed, blah, blah, blah. And so this movie got really scary. And then when Art Carney came in and slammed the door... I was like, oh my god, what is about to happen? Admiral, I have to stop you there. Uh, You keep saying Art Carney. Nick isn't played by Art Carney. Art Carney is... is, No, he isn't. I'm looking at the IMDb right now, dude. Double check the IMDb. Uh, It's it's Robert Prosky. Wow. I did a horrible job. Art, Art Carney was Frank, which I believe is Jack Slater's cousin... In Jack Slater Four. Hey, it's his. It's his second favorite cousin. It's his first. It's his second favorite cousin. Absolutely. It, but it's like, his first second favorite cousin. Sorry. I I have to um actually hear otherwise the Cinemaniacs who listen will be up in fucking arms. Sorry, Robert Protsky. Thank you. There you go. Very much. Robert Protsky uh, slams the door. Um, and I thought this movie was gonna get even weirder. Um, and then I love how he's just like. It's a really weird, really weird entrance into a very unique story about how he talks about how he met Harry Houdini and Harry Houdini gave him this ticket and he's like, it lets you see whatever you want, what's going on. So he gives it to Danny, rips it in half, puts the other half in the ticket. When he was talking about that, I thought it was totally plausible that like there's nothing magical about this ticket. Like literally Harry Houdini is just describing the feeling of going to the cinema at the beginning of cinema. Yeah, it transports you to a different world. I don't know. I thought it was a beautiful metaphor for uh, how movies take us out of reality. No, it's actually a magical fucking ticket. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And so then... Um, he's, he's watching Jack Slater for, and he gets, uh, he, he gets the entire theater to himself, like the entire theater. Um, and he starts watching and he, you know, notices the entrance and we get to see, we get to see Charles dance as a baby. Oh my God. As a baby. I lost my mind when they cut to him as the assassin. And then they kept giving him more to do in this movie until he became the main villain. I was like, this is great. This is amazing. Charles Dance needs to have been an action villain in more shit. Because he was he was Hans Gruber level of terrifying. Yes, he was. Um, and then... Uh, we get to see Jack Slater go and visit his... his, his first second his favorite favorite second cousin we have to specify his favorite second cousin um and and some cops are about to go inside because they think there's a it's a crack house um and i love how uh arnold schwarzenegger jack i'm sorry jack slater goes in and notices and i love how i love how art carney see art carney i got it right art carney art carney is like 
Jack, blah, blah, blah. And then I love, Patron laughed so fucking hard when he goes, I'm out of here. And fucking dies. <laughs> Remember when we said that this movie pokes fun at every little action trope in those movies? This is what we mean. Literally every one. The stupid one-liners and the amazingly conveniently timed deaths and just like, oh, it's it's so good. Um, and so then he starts, he, he notices what's on Art Carney's, uh, like, pinned to his clothes. So he looks at it and he goes, five, four, three, two. And he's like, it's a bomb, run! So he runs outside. The explosion engulfs him. He should have been dead, but of course, action movie trope. So, as as even Danny said, he's alive. The two cops are dead. Um, and I lo- I don't know why I don't know why it was, but one of the cops was one day away from retirement in a palm tree and had a smooth jazz saxophone play after he said it. One day away from retirement. Yep. Jazz, <laughs> jazz saxophone. I'm just like, okay. Don't know where that saxophone came from. Is that diegetic music or indigetic music? But Maestro, help me. Help me understand what First it is. First up, I'm, I'm so fucking proud of you for just citing the difference between the two. In this movie, I, I'd be willing to bet it was intended as both. <laughs> both, like, non-diegetic music and that it is meant for us, but also because this is a movie within a movie... <laughs> It's diegetic to the people watching the movie within the movie. You know what I mean? Yes. There's that makes there's sense. so many layers here, and I love every bit of it. Okay. Um, Great question, Admiral. Oh, good, because because I, I specifically I wrote it down. I was like, I need to ask the butt maestro this question. No. Great question. Phenomenal. Um, so then there's a chase sequence. There's a chase sequence, and Danny gets in the car he with, gets in the movie with jack slater because the, of the, the ticket, ticket the ticket zaps him into the movie yeah and now he's just in the car the back seat of this car behind his hero jack slater uh <laughs> it's i don't know how to describe it in a way that hasn't already been described this movie is just fucking fun and insane it's a movie you put on to waste time you got time to kill? Put this movie on. You got a Saturday afternoon to kill? Put this movie on. You got a Sunday afternoon to kill? Put this movie on. You got an afternoon to kill in any day that ends in a Y? Put this movie on. Put this movie on. Uh, I was straight vibing when I watched this movie. I got in some, some gummies, and we were good. And I, th- I got sucked in, pun fully intended, to this movie. <laughs> So then he shows up to uh, to the LAPD, and apparently there's a valet. Also, the T-1000 works there. I don't know if you saw that cameo. I saw the T-1000. I saw... I, I couldn't tell what the BDSM uh, latex dominatrix women were specifically from. I think but from I the future? But I in there. From the future? I don't know. Possibly. No. Like, kind of a, a total recall kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, and then you had... You had uh, and I like the pairings that they had in the background, like the slob with the clean cut, the cartoon cat with just a random with a random woman, 
Um, and then you also had like a rabbi and somebody else. And then you had, I love, I love that Danny was like the cartoon cat. And I love that Jack's like, of course he was only suspended for a month. Of course. Why wouldn't he be back? Oh, yep. Uh, and so then the, the captain's like, okay. And I, I did, I did catch who the cartoon cat was voiced by. Who is the cartoon cat voiced by? That's got to be Danny DeVito. Of course, 100% it's Danny DeVito. Yeah. yeah. Instantly recognizable voice. Um, and so then uh, the the Jack Slater's captain's like, all right, kid, you're going to be partners with him. So Jack Slater and Danny leave, and they, and he's like, and they go to a video store. Now, okay, in the heyday, this is where I would be king. In the heyday video stores. Man, that looks like major video. I don't know if anybody else knows what a major video is. That's not from uh, Louisiana. But that looked like a major video. To me. To me. I, I have a story um, for you later after we finish recording. Yeah. If I haven't already told you this. I'll tell you later after we're done recording. That's okay. <laughs> uh, and then, oh, and also I love the, the Terminator 2 joke. The Sylvester Stallone as the Terminator, Patron. Oh, it was it was perfect. Patron laughed so hard at that. Fucking perfect. She laughed God. so fucking hard. Oh, Patron did. Yeah, she's like. I bet. <laughs> she was like, "Oh my God." I. No, I I couldn't get uh, Glados to watch this with me, but uh, we we might watch this. I might watch this again later, and we'll watch it together. I'll just be like, "Look, I can't describe." How fucking bonkers this movie is! I mean, you just need to experience it. I mean, that's a good thing. Is like any any day with a Y, you can watch this movie. Just kill an afternoon, man. Um, <laughs> just kill one. So then uh, he notices that they're in a movie because there are no ordinary people, and I love that. Arnold's just like it's California, and Patron laughed at that too. She's like, oh, it's hilarious. She's like, wait. She's like, wait, was this before he was governor or after? I was like, this is about 10 years before he was governor. Because he became governor in like 2003, I believe. Yeah. So it was hilarious. So then they go they go back to his house and we get to see his daughter. And Patron was confused because she didn't know that was his, like, his, not his, not Arnold Schwarzenegger's actual daughter, but Jack Slater's actual daughter. She thought that it was like some weird thing. And I was like, yeah. no, that's like his actual character's daughter. And she's like, Oh, okay. So then we get to see like a little go back and forth and we get to see the trauma that Jack Slater has about losing his child on the roof from the last movie. Yep. So, uh, so, so Arnold leaves to go check a lead. So he leaves Danny. Uh, Oh wait, well, sorry. Before that, they go to, they go they go to the drug dealer's house and I love that yeah. I love the little bit that Arnold has where he just goes off for like a minute and a half about all my police training, all the criminal background, all this. You could just go, That that's where the drug dealers live. Th- yeah. Oh, you think you're funny? I know I am. I'm Arnold Schwarzenegger. No, you're Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, Gazuntite. Or just that entire thing was just fucking hilarious. Oh my god. What about the dogs doing the pyramid? I thought that was hilarious. Oh my god. I I couldn't breathe. 
It was too good. Yeah. And I love absolutely too Charles good. Dance and Arnold Schwarzenegger just trying to outdo each other the entire time, and the dogs going, "Oh god, oh shit, this guy means business." <laughs> like no, we ain't I, fucking oh with this god. guy. So then he goes, um, "We, yeah." So then he calls him. He, Keep he calls him. He says, "Go on, go on back to Oz with Toto." Uh, so then when Danny opens the door. Charles Dance goes, hello, Toto. Um, and then the gang come up, get them all apprehended. And um, they and I love that Arnold breaks into his own house, shoots everybody. Charles Dance leaves. And oh, my God, but my show. Patron laughed so hard when Arnold goes, I got to catch the red eye. She's like, where the fuck is he jumping to? I'm like, just watch it. Just watch that movie. Just watch it. Jumps off the cliff. Starts shooting. Uh, and then I love Charles Dance. He's like, we need more than a tank. And Danny gets a little a little kid's bike and starts riding toward the car. And he's like, I could do it. I'm a super, I'm, I'm in an action movie. He's like, wait, no. I'm dead. I'm a, I'm a comedy sidekick. I can't do anything. Ah, Flies off. Hit bounces off a house just enough to not get sued by Emblem Entertainment. Just enough? Yep. Just en- was the music almost there? Was it off just enough? Almost. Almost. It it was uh what they on um actually would call legal limit. Okay. So it was almost there, but not really. Just enough to make it barely recognizable and then get the fuck out. Okay, because that was another question that Before I had. Before you get into copyright territory. That was another question I had, was that. Yep. Okay, cool. All right. I, I, had, a, I had a feeling. Okay. I had a feeling you'd, you'd ask okay. that. Uh, so then uh, uh, they go and they find out that um, uh, one of the... The guy named The Fart passed away. So yep. uh, they have to go and stop. They have to go to the funeral. But I love that. How do we get to Carnegie Hall? Practice is played by F. Murray Abraham, who yep. killed Amadeus. Yep. Yep. And some of my favorite jokes. Some of my favorite jokes in this fucking movie. Oh, really? Is that what it? How do you get to Carnegie Hall? <laughs> Practice. Oh, no. Well, it starts with that, and then it keeps going in the, you're the guy that killed Mozart, which, <laughs> okay. Uh, you're gonna make me go on this whole thing. How like no Salieri didn't actually kill Mozart, uh, and in fact, in real life, they weren't really rivals. They were just like coworkers, and they didn't hate each other. They were just slightly annoyed by each other, but otherwise, like admired each other's work. Oh, see, I thought uh, he drove him insane with his mind. Yeah, no, don't don't take the movie Amadeus as historical fact. It's not. Oh. Well, I need to rewatch it, but you still have my copy, so watch out for you're, practice. He's gonna come get absolutely you. Absolutely right. Look, it'll it'll come in the mail to you after you've sent me what we're doing in September, which we're not telling the Cinemaniacs yet. No. But it's it is a special waiting. month. Suspense. It is a special month. That's it. That's all we're gonna say. It is a special yeah, month. Baby. Um and so then uh the, the fart, yeah, the fart. So John Practice is actually the villain. Uh, and I love how Arnold's like, yeah, you killed Mozart. Mo who? Mo? Who? I kill a lot of people. Mo-zart. I don't know. Mozart. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, and then um, the uh, fucking the, the the cat saves the the Danny DeVito's voiced cat saves Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny. Uh, Danny goes and gets yep. the crane, puts it on top. The fart gets gets taken away on the crane. There's a helicopter fight. There's an elevator. Shots are fired. Arnold falls off the the entire cliff. Which, by the way, I feel like they should have put the Looney Tunes like womp 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 womp. <laughs> like that would have been he, very funny, right? I mean, look, it he's falling. You know, it's happening. That that would have been absolutely hysterical, right? Uh, so he saved. He saved by the fart. Uh, gets thrown into. Okay, now this is a pet peeve of mine. So I'm gonna go on a little rant for a little bit. So what you got? So it's called La Brea Tar Pits, but they yeah. call it the La Brea Tar Pits. But do you know what La in Latin is? La, la is just the. Yeah. So, so it's, it's the the, the, the Brea Tar Pits. So it's just La Brea Tar Pits. That's what I call it, and that's what it should be called. Yeah. Not. The the tar pits, La Brea tar pits. Um, the fart gets thrown in there. Like how Lake Pontchartrain literally translates to Lake Lake. Yeah, no, I, that's so stupid. It's just Pontchartrain at that point. It's just Pontchartrain. Yeah. Um, but the stupid fucking never mind. We'll get into that story later. Yeah, we'll get into it. We'll get into that. <laughs> Keep one going, later. Admiral. So, uh, and I love. Did you love how Charles Dance started it by pulling his finger? Was how he started the mechanism. Oh. Oh my god. <laughs> Fucking amazing. Um, so the fart goes Absolutely. off in the tar pits, but Arnold, apparently swimming in the only viscous part of the tar pits that's mixed with water, because you can see, you can go back and see where the where the light is, where there's water, and not. Um, uh, and then he oh, wipes 100%. his face off, and, and I love how Danny's like, you know, tar sticks to some people. His daughter shows up and uh, saves everything, heads back to uh, get Charles Dance's character. Charles Dance kills the big mob, the Italian guy that can't say a, an idiom right. Um, and Charles Dance is finally pissed, and he's like, it's an, it's, an, uh, it's an idiot, you idiom. Or it's an idiom, you idiot. You know, something to that point. Um, and by the way, yep. Patron also laughed when Charles Dance picked up the uh, the the ticket and the twilight zone theme played she was like oh my god she was like what's happening right now she's like yep she's like what's happening and then when it cut off before the before it started she goes what a tease what a tease what a tease um yep so then charles dance goes into the real oh and i love how charles dance is just talking and you think it's to us but it's to the butler that's on like the third level it's just like, yeah, okay, I'll go get it. Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger breaks in. Charles Dance uh, goes into the real world. They go, uh, Danny and Arnold Schwarzenegger go into the real world. So basically, they have to stop Charles Dance from killing real Arnold Schwarzenegger because if they kill real Arnold Schwarzenegger, there's no Jack Slater. Essentially, like. That's the, Admiral, would you say are you that? still there? Admiral, did I lose you? Admiral, keep vamping.
and so then they uh, they get they get to the point and they see and they see uh, and so basically um, they they have to stop them killing Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, and do you love the cameos on the red carpet for Jack Slater 4? Oh, absolutely. Fucking oh. brilliant. And I love how Chevy Chase gets the shitty cameo because he's a shitty person. Like, that's the best part. <laughs> that that uh, was very nice. Yeah. Uh, but, no, like... You get... You get a... Oh, and people are wondering, wait, why did this movie... Why did this movie do so horrible? Why is, it's because uh, this movie came out on the same day that Jurassic Park came out. So that's why nobody oh. remembers this movie. Yeah. Nobody remembers this oh. movie. Yeah. That, that uh, makes sense. Yep. Um, and I love that. Uh, oh, by the way, it's Arnold Schwarzenegger's actual real wife that he cheated on and then divorced. Um Wow. Yeah. That's his actual. Wow. Yeah. Uh, That's kind of fucked up. Yeah, that is. Um, And so then. On a scale of how fucked up is fucked up. That's pretty fucked up. And I also love that his wife's like, don't mention the the restaurant. Don't mention the restaurant. And he just goes, yeah, and Planet Hollywood. And the later scene, she's like, she's like, "That's, that's really unprofessional for you to do that. It's really unprofessional. <laughs> and it's like and it's like, wow, like, you know Planet Hollywood doesn't really exist anymore thirty years later. There's only one in Orlando right. and I think Vegas. Yep. And that's it. And the food's okay, but to be completely honest with you, I only go for the movie props. The movie props are the only good is, thing. Is is that basically what I, I don't think I've ever been to a Planet Hollywood. You're not missing much. You're not. You're not missing much. You're not missing much. Okay, cool. Um, cool. And so then you get Little Richard. You get. Uh, you get Jim Belushi. You get Damian Wayans. You get Chevy Chase. You get uh, uh, Melvin Van Pebbles. Um, and I love. I love that he's like. I love that MC Hammer. I think it was MC Hammer that was like. Uh, Slater. We we Arnold. We we Jack Slater Five. The soundtrack, right? And I'm just like, oh my god, please, I want to see that movie. What about Jean-Claude Van Damme? Did you love his cameo? Oh. Absolutely. Patron laughed, so she was like, that was amazing. She's like, his cameo was amazing. <laughs> yeah. A- absolutely. Um, and also, for people who don't know, the same director of this also directed the original Predator and also Die Hard. So that's why you get a, bu- a bunch of Die Hard references um, that's why when he fell off the uh, the elevator earlier, it was like you know it was basically a diehard reference. It was like Hans Gruber. Um, yeah. So, so then, um, out of all of the villains that Charles Dance could get, he got the villain from uh, Jack Slater Three, the Slasher. Um, yeah. So he decides to go and try and kill Arnold, um, but Arnold stops Jack Slater from shooting. The person who yeah, was in, trying in to kill Arnold? In case we haven't Arnold? made clear yet what's happening in this part of the movie, 
uh, fictional characters are now coming out of the movie and becoming real and sentient uh, and like self-aware and are realizing, oh, I'm no longer in a fictional world. This is a different realm entirely, and I have more power here. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, it's but we also get a nice insane. moment. We also get a nice moment when uh, Danny's mom hangs out with Arnold with Jack Slater, um, and I love that he hears music. Cause okay, cause it was cause the music in the movie was it just ACDC? Is that all it was? Mostly, yeah. Okay, but I love and, and rock from that era. Right, I love that when he hears Mozart, he's like, "What's this, Mozart? <gasps> Do you mean the guy practice killed?" Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, sure. Not even trying to fight it. Yeah, he's just like, sure, whatever you think. <laughs> um, and so then, uh, basically, uh, they stop. They stop the uh, the 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 hatchet guy that killed Slater's son uh, by shocking him. Yeah. But he had on rubber boots and rubber gloves. So I don't know how that works. Yeah, I, I don't know how that worked. Okay, cool. He, he should have been not conductive, but, you know, that's fine. It's a movie. Weird movie logic inside of a weird movie logic. So then he saves Danny, takes Danny up, and then I love that uh, Charles Dance is like, oh, we could we could we could have uh, Hannibal Lecter cater a surprise party for Hitler and Freddy Krueger and I'm just like wow is this guy just gonna list all these movie villains that we could have possibly seen but we couldn't because they don't own the movie rights because for them. All right. Yep. Um, and I loved how he left one chamber like empty. I think they're pushing it just by mentioning them. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> they probably gotta pay at that point, or maybe since they don't show, I don't know. Whatever. Um, and so he gives this big speech and he clicks his gun and Jack Slater's like, ha! And he goes, oh, I just left one chamber open. Shoots him right. Charles Dance shoots Jack Slater right in the fucking stomach. Danny gets the upper hand on Charles Dance's character. Yep. And he dies. Uh, so then, uh, after that, they, they are in an ambulance and they're like, oh, he's going to die. They're, uh, they're all noticing, like, Jack Slater is going to die. Like, he is going to die. So then Danny comes up with the bright idea. We need to go to a place that this isn't. This is just a flesh wound. Like, we need to go to this. So he takes the gun Can't out. get him back in a movie. Right. Takes the gun out that he has and says, we need to go to the movies. So he takes them to the movies, gets it to the thing. Um, and then the ticket that Charles Dance had falls... While they're watching the movie The Seventh Seal. Yeah. You remember that? With Ian McKellen. Yep. The last person I expected as a fucking cameo in this movie. Goddamn Gandalf. Let's go. And Magneto. Um, and so then he shows up and he's like, he's like, oh. He's like, are you here for him? He's not on my list at all, but you are. And I love that Danny's like, now he goes, no, you die a grandfather. And he just walks away and he goes, if you're looking for anything in particular, maybe you should catch the other half of the ticket. Just a smart move. And I'm just like, well, damn, death. And also, did you catch 
that death touched the police officer when he was eating a hot dog and then the police officer died later in that scene? Just dropped dead. Yep. Yep. Uh, so then Danny finds the yep. other half of the ticket, gets it working, puts him in, and Arnold's like, you gotta go. Like, you have to go. You have to go. You can't stay. I'm sorry, Jack Slater's like, you gotta go. You can't stay here. You gotta go. And he's like, okay. Okay. And he's like, but do me a favor. He's like, go out and meet people and don't just watch movies. Make friends. Not just me. And he's like, okay. So then he heads He heads away. He goes off. And the and one of the doctors is called over. And he's like, this is, just, this is barely a flesh wound. Jack Slater lives. The movie's done. And then they wave at each other goodbye in the movie theater. And that's the movie. Holy shit. What a fucking movie. So, we have a rating system here on Cinema Gems. Full gem, an amazing movie. Half gem, an alright movie. No gem, a horrible movie. But, Maestro, what do you give Last Action Hero 1993? This movie absolutely shocked me. Uh, I I fully, like, walking into this movie, I thought it was going to be a half gem movie at best. Absolutely not. Uh, this this was a whole gem, uh, a very unexpected, very chaotic, very meta, very self aware, very self referential, uh, very irreverent, but also respectful of the genre that it's spoofing. Uh, big whole gem. I one hundred percent agree with you. It is also a whole gem. Um, yes, guys, please. We want to be the movie podcast that sounded really weird the movie review podcast that you want to listen to so if you have any you know oh i want you to get i want you guys to review this movie i want you to do this please email us at cinemagems15 at gmail.com and also you can follow us on instagram at cinemagems pod and we don't have a threads right now but i do just to see how it goes and it's okay but they got this weird clause that if you delete your threads, you also delete your Instagram. Yeah, delete. Yeah, that's kind of why I'm like, uh, about yeah, it. So that's fucked up. But we're still on Twitter for now until Twitter just devolves. You know, b- before Twitter completely implodes. I- I'll be honest, the Cinema Gems Twitter is barely active at this point. It is. Uh, because I've just been using my personal Twitter yeah. to just just see how chaotic shit is on twitter um and so uh so yeah guys and also thank you marty and the arrogant observer for allowing us to be on your website lowrainpictures.com go into the your 30 tab guys and go check them out and listen to them because they're way better than we are and also kevin george oh absolutely thank you for letting us use your music kevin george but yes but maestro before we go do you have anything else to say before we head out uh, thank you, as always, to all of our amazing Cinemaniacs and our Swapper Jacks friends and family. We love y'all so much. We depend and rely on y'all's insight and critique, criticism, compliments. We love it all. Uh, and we just love talking about movies with our other nerdy friends. So please hit us up at cinebagems15 at gmail.com for anything you want us to talk about on the show. We love y'all. Be kind to yourself. So you can be kind to others. And guys, just remember... And stay hydrated. It's hot out there. Just remember, guys, to... Oh, it really is. Guys, just remember to breathe, count to five, and think about the other person's shoes 
think in their shoes before you even talk because they can be going through something that you have no idea. Just treat everyone with respect yeah. and give everyone uh, the benefit of the doubt. De- definitely like live life with the assumption that everyone around you is individually fighting a battle that you don't see. Exactly. Because they are. For the most all part. right, guys. So all I have to say is remember to wipe your hooves and see you later. But remember, black lives always matter. Always. Bye, Bye guys. Now.